everybody, I'm Chris and with me is Matt and we're slowing down to better connect with the stories and the people around us between the miles. Matt, my friend, how's it going today? This is our first inaugural episode and uh, after 40 takes of figuring out this intro, I think we got it. I feel pretty good about it too, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, how you feeling in general? I mean, we've been putting in putting in some man hours behind the scenes. I know, I know. You, you know, you think a little hobby that, or a little idea that turns into a hobby that we're actually kind of like, let's let's put the pen to paper. Let's make this thing happen. Let's capture stories and not only get to know one another better, right? But um, get to know the people in our neighborhood better because let's face it, we're living in a time in a world where, you know, uh, whether it's because of the pandemic or, you know, the internet or whatever, we can connect, but we're also disconnected. And there's so many stories out there, so many rich stories from everyday people. And I, I'm just excited that that you've uh, you're on board with this idea of just slowing down and, and listening to these stories and getting to know people a little bit better. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, I felt like a kid on Christmas Eve last night, right? Like yeah. I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a year, right? My podcast equipment was collecting dust. And, you know, we had been having so many conversations over the last seven years that quite honestly, man, it was just a no brainer. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's yeah. hard to believe it's been seven years, right? I mean, yeah. seven years ago, we, we kind of met and everything. But uh, yeah, finally, hey, it sometimes takes this time to percolate and, 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 and happen. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, at the end of the day, I think we're, what we realized is the pandemic did slow us down. We actually had... Uh, a, you know, a shared hobby and passion around, you know, long distance endurance running, right? And so, you know, the title of our podcast, a little bit of play on words of the fact that, you know, uh, we'll get a little bit into our backstories, but, but a lot of this was born on those runs between the miles. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, and that, and that was another thing that I, I think we kind of knew about each other that we both liked to run. Um, I mean, I have a company called Marathon Youth Ministry, <laughs> uh, which kind of gives that away. And yeah. um, once in a while, you know, I, I'd see you post like on social media, like, hey, going out for this run and enjoying it. And, and you know, never been really a, a running buddy sort of partner. But I think what was it last spring, um, you either what did we run into each other or did like you invite me I, I can't I think I was going out for a run and you were going out for a run right how did how did it happen yeah so so we definitely ran into each other it was still pandemic so like let's let's pause for the listeners a little bit I mean we were both being very cautious for our families yes and um and we just so happened to like cross paths on just a regular run and we ran a good six feet apart, but yes, we were six a, feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> had a great conversation, you know, and, and here we are today. I mean, you know, we, we probably had a, you know, another 20 plus of those runs and conversations and, and some of them are like, you know, three miles, but you know, we, I think we've logged, you know, even up over 10 miles before where, uh, you know, you forget that you're running and you're almost just sitting around with a friend, having a, having a chat. Well, and that's what I appreciate about that. And, and for people who are listening to this podcast, if you're looking for a chance to figure out how to slow down, how to get to know the people in your neighborhood or maybe your workplace or your community, because you feel like you're just passing them by, then this is a podcast for you. Because, you know, as Matt mentioned, it's been seven years that we've kind of known each other, 
but I would say within the last couple of months that we've really gotten to know each other and, and running really did help um, because I think I was only going out for a three mile run and we ended up running about nine or 10 miles that day. So I was extremely sore, you know, the next morning, <laughs> but um, th that definitely sparked this friendship. Now, um, not only have we been living like about five minutes apart for the last seven years, but our connection actually goes way back, you know, to the point where you and I are both Jersey guys. Yeah. Not only are we Jersey guys, but we grew up, what, like five and a half miles apart from each other? Yeah. It, it, well, when I Googled that, um, there's two things, right? We were literally separated by a golf course, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing is, um, is, you know, just how in the heck, right? Like when you're growing up, like your town is basically, for the most part, all you know. Yeah. And so you were in Mountain Lakes. And quite honestly, the only thing I knew about Mountain Lakes is like you were the evil soccer team that we were playing growing up. Right. Like this rival that we knew nothing about. Um, but outside of that, man. Yeah, it's it, it is crazy. And, and yeah, I don't know if you want to share with people how we even got connected. But I, I think even that's, uh, you know, a little bit of a, a, a you know, quick story. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, so first off, it's funny that you saw Mountain Lakes as the evil soccer uh, town <laughs> when we're notoriously a lacrosse town. Um, but Parsippany really didn't have a lacrosse team, everybody. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, my family, um, I, I have uh, two sons, Matthew and Benjamin, and my wife, Kate. We've lived in Pikesville, Maryland for about, oh man, like 12 years. And, uh, you know, one fourth of July, we were heading down uh, to the park because our, our neighborhood uh, does this little parade, right? And, um, and it ends up at the local, uh, you know, park and you're just walking around and all of a sudden I see this guy and his wife and his daughter and he's wearing this Parsippany t-shirt. And I'm like, there is no way that he doesn't know where I'm from because like, you know, that little conglomerate of towns, right? Putin, Parsippany, Mountain Lakes, like we all know one another and there's that six degrees of separation. So I went up and I was like, hey, this is an eye question, but I'm assuming you grew up in Parsippany. And, and Matt responded, yes. And I said, I'm from Mountain Lakes. And uh, he didn't punch me in the face, you know, he didn't, uh, you know, get <laughs> like, oh, those darn Mountain Lakers and their soccer team or anything like that. It immediately uh, caused a small connection, which I think our wives were kind of like, what's going on here, right? Because it, it is a little bit of a Jersey thing, right? Like, yeah. you know, you meet someone else from Jersey, you get really excited because you can lament over how bagels and pizza and so much more is just not as good as it is in Jersey. I know. And and you have to come to grips with some of that too. So like now we've got Goldberg's bagels, which are, you know, solid, right? Uh, you say that, but I don't, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess I let go of uh, a bit of Jersey after uh, all my moves. I mean, you know, I, at this point, I think I've moved like, you know, between, you know, homes and offices and things. I think I've moved like 21 times in the last 13 years. Yeah. Right. So I, after I left New Jersey, I, I mean, I've been all over the place. Right. So at that point, I mean, you know, Denver, Colorado bagels, right, are not as good as as Goldberg's Pikesville bagels. Okay, fair enough. Fair right? enough. Yes. Yeah. Right. You're you're basically having to settle for like an Einstein Brothers or a Panera Bread, and everyone's like really excited about it. And I'm like, guys, what is this? You yeah. know. Um. So yeah, like, 
I think that's the other aspect of it, right? So we've been having these conversations in these runs, right? We meet seven years ago at a, uh, a 4th of July parade where I'm somehow wearing a Parsippany wrestling t-shirt and you have the, you know, the, the courage to come up and, and talk to me. And I, I'm just the type of person that loves connecting with people. And, and so like, Chris, tell, tell us a little bit about like your story. Like what's some of the mileage that you put on right, between leaving New Jersey and where we are today uh, here in Maryland. Yeah, and you know what, over these episodes, we'll have time to break this down a little bit further, but I'm going to tell, like, the first 18 years of my life real quick. So born in Mountain Lakes, New Jersey, uh, parents moved to Tokyo, Japan, three years there, had uh, uh, my sister Catherine was born there, and it was my sister Amanda, Catherine, and I moved to Hong Kong um, for five years. My sister Emily was born there moved to New Zealand, Auckland, New Zealand for two years. My sister Liz was born there. And then we moved back to the States, back to Mountain Lakes, New Jersey in the same town that I lived in. And Matt's looking puzzled because it's like, I've never shared that with you before. Well, well, right, dude. So again, we've known each other for seven years. And until I saw your bio, I had no idea. I just thought it was like Mountain Lakes. Hope this wasn't the kid I punched in a soccer game. And (laughs) Parsippany, right? Right. And, And so now... Right, like, what, like, dude, fill the gaps in, like, like, why were you moving that much, and and why international? Like, what took you guys uh, to all those stops? Uh, my dad was in international um, marketing uh, for American Express, and so there were just new job opportunities internationally that that moved him around for the most part, and. Um, yeah, and, and then just after a while of living overseas, uh, my parents, our, our family wanted to move back to the States. And so I spent a lot of my adolescence in Jersey um, at Mountain Lakes and, um, you know, grew up, um, you know, just uh, like every guy in Jersey and gal in Jersey who wants to escape, you know, like Springsteen, um, born to run, you know, we all want to try to escape and some of us get out, some of us don't. And, um, you know, went to college at Xavier University in Cincinnati, uh, a great Jesuit university uh, to grow my faith, but also to, um, you know, just find myself. Also, I love college basketball. So Xavier has a good uh, college basketball team yet to make it to a final four, but a good basketball team. And I, I pretty much went through life not really knowing like where I wanted to go, which is fitting to my running, right? Sometimes I'll go out for a run and just like not really have a plan and just go. And, and but little did I know that I, I was feeling called and being led to uh, Baltimore um, because after college, I did a program called Jesuit Volunteer Corps where for a year I volunteered as a clinic uh, case manager um, at an uh, uh, organization um, that worked with HIV AIDS uh, um, patients. And, uh, and then a year after that, um, I, well, during that year, I met my now wife, Kate, and uh, knew that I loved her, knew that I had fallen in love with Baltimore, but had no clue what I was going to do. And so I went online and I found this job called, um, you know, director of middle school ministry at a local Catholic church um, here in Baltimore, Maryland, and pretty much found my calling and made a career out of that. And so over the last, um, over the last uh, 16 years, have been working with uh, the local Catholic churches um, in developing young people to get to know God and their faith, um, and, uh, and then slowly developing a consulting company that works with um, ministry leaders to, who are burnt out, who are tired to um, help them you know, fall in love and find that joy 
of their original calling. And so uh, I've always been a relational person. And for me, you know, in looking back at that day, um, Matt, when we met, um, my wife, Kate and I, we've always talked about how we want to connect with our neighborhood, how we want to connect uh, with the people that we live around. And, and for some reason that feels harder than what it was like when we grew up, right? Like, I, I don't know about you and uh, with uh, the neighborhood you grew up in, but you know, we played on the street, we got to know kids, we walked all over the place. And right now that feels like that's very hard to cultivate. And of course the pandemic made that more difficult. But um, you know, at these little parades and, and these things that our, our neighborhood does, our community does, it gives us a chance to connect. And for me as a connector, I just need some kind of commonality that I can point at, right? And so your Persephone wrestling shirt, I was like, all right, he's gonna know Mountain Lakes unless he found that at some garage sale and just thought it was cool. But like, uh, he, he's going to know Mountain Lakes. And so maybe there's a connection there. Um, and apparently there was. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, Kate is just incredible. And, you know, I, I think, you know, one of the things that really resonated with me that, that you kind of baked in there was the fact that you're a connector, um, that you and Kate have this sense of community. And I think probably some of that stems from your work in the church and the community that you guys have built there. But, you know, you see those people once a week on a Sunday and it's like, you know, if you need some sugar or, or bread or whatever it is, I mean, it's not the 1950s anymore, but it's like, I, you know, I, I don't know the last time I knocked on my next door neighbor's house or what time, you know, like I, I barely ever see him. And so when you connected with me, right, like we had just moved to the neighborhood. And so, connector meets connector, but you also met us at a really weird time in our life, you know, and, and, and we've, we've just had uh, a lot of family health um, that we've, we've dealt with over the last couple of years or uh, dealt with the wrong way to put it. Like you just like, when stuff is happening, you just, you just, there's a call to action to be there for your family and to support them in any way, shape or form that you can. And so my wife Lane and I, right? Um, you know, Lane originally from Pennsylvania. I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, we met here in Baltimore, but you know, my story is kind of crazy and like, uh, or maybe not that much crazier than yours, but you know, I, I, I started, you know, born to run, went to West Virginia university. Um, and that's where my social network and my world just completely exploded. Mm. And what I mean by that is like, you know, yes, you know, West Virginia has its stigmas, but the fact is, is, is I, I was pretty proud of, of, you know, how I graduated and, and the education that I got, but it is a very social university, right? And so I'd be the guy that would go up to people who were just kind of sitting by themselves at a party and I'd go strike up a conversation to see if, if there was any way, shape or form to get them involved, right? And then that spawned into some of the work that I was doing and I started meeting college athletes and all these other things. And all of a sudden, I had this network of maybe 10 to 20 people that I knew freshman year to like knowing probably hundreds of people, you know, like close to a hundred people by the time we stepped off campus. And, you know, I'm really proud to say that, you know, a lot of those people stay connected uh, to this day. Right. Yeah. And so after West Virginia, I moved out to Denver, Colorado, um, loved it out there, was out there for a year and a half. I was running soccer camps across the U S right. Uh, as a sports management major, you don't really have a direction. You just kind of take jobs as they come, but running soccer tournaments across the U S was a lot of fun. I saw a lot of the country. Right. And then 
that uh, I was on vacation with my family and, and I get a call and, and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, we, we, we don't have enough money to pay people anymore. So uh, <laughs> you don't have a job uh, when you come back to Denver, <laughs> right? So all my network is out there. Everyone's without a job. And I'm like, okay, I guess I got to come back to the East Coast. And so um, through a friend, I landed here in Baltimore and a uh, friend from West Virginia landed here in Baltimore. A uh, couple months in, I met my wife, Lane, um, traveled for another job running football camps with NFL players. Awesome, fun, right? But then the, uh, the recession hits, right? Oh, and yeah, so, yeah. so literally in less than two to three years, I'm on the unemployment line. I'm in this relationship with this amazing woman who's now become my wife, uh, who is super patient and supportive during that time. And, uh, you know, there's a couple other moves in there. Like, I don't need to talk about everything, but, but all in all, right? Like I've moved, I think, total between offices and homes. And I've moved 21 times in like the last 13 or so years. Wow. And, uh, and so to finally find a place like, you know, where we live now uh, and have someone approach me at our first 4th of July parade, it was like, oh my God, I'm home. Right. And, um, and so, you know, all sunshine and rainbows, you think you're going to be best friends right from the start. But as we know, you know, I think it takes some of those shared connections of things that you like, like college basketball or running and quite honestly, timing. And I think the the pandemic finally gave us the ability to slow down and finally find those ways to connect that that's brought us here today. Definitely. Definitely. And, 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 and that's, that's again, another reason why we wanted to do the show, because I think that one of the reasons why we see so much tension out there, whether it's about politics, sports teams, you know, you name it. Um, it. It's the fact that we haven't had the time to slow down and really get to know other people's stories. And so, you know, um, yes, we'll continue to share our stories over these uh, next, you know, few episodes and everything. But we want to introduce you all to people who we've encountered you know, uh, throughout uh, the years and uh, um, people who we actually want to encounter um, that we haven't encountered yet, but uh, people who we feel like have these stories um, that can bring value to our lives, but not just that, but also people who are connectors themselves. Because, you know, what, you know, if you're looking to connect with people, you know, tip one, number one that you could pull from this episode is look for that commonality, right? I saw the Parsippany wrestling t-shirt, knew that that was the town over that was my end to, to break the ice, right? No one wants to be that guy or that gal that walks up to someone and says, hey, you like stuff, you know? Are you into <laughs> music, you know? Um, so basically uh, we're always looking for that lead in. And, and also um, I know that, uh, I don't know about you, Matt, but I know that there are so many people who are different from me that I wanna get to know. And sometimes that can be a little intimidating because I don't wanna say the wrong thing or sound dumb, or sound stupid, or be offensive, or things like that. And so what this podcast is going to do is provide people with uh, some of those efforts. So again, it's slowing things down so that we can better connect with people and their stories, you know, and and so that we can build a stronger community. Yeah. And, and, um, and as I like, as I'm thinking about that, and as we've thought through this, right, um, I, I think the only way to build stronger communities is to go deeper with people, right? Mm-hmm. So even today, I mean, we, we, we told ourselves like, you know, we couldn't really go too deep or else this would probably be, a, you know, a, a multi-hour narrative, right? Like you'd be an entire season just to hear about the lives that we've lived in between. But we've got some really, really 
interesting, unique people that have some tremendous stories. We've got some people that we want to track down um, to be on this show. And how we, I think how we both envision doing that is, is not only leaning on some of these relationships that we have that we, we both know we can go deeper with, but to then, right, see, right, where those relationships spawn in helping us get connected to a million people, right? Yeah. And, and maybe not connecting us directly to a million people, but helping us connect a million people so that we can build those stronger communities, right? Yeah. So that you do go knock on your neighbor's door. And I know there's people out there that have that life, but I think as two people that have moved around a lot, it just hasn't been something that's materialized at this point, but it's something that we know is, is important to us. And, and so I'm really excited to go on that journey with you and, and all the people that we're talking about and, uh, and, and really happy to be able to use a hobby like this, right? That we've got a shared passion around but then to hear about some of these other hobbies that have turned into like careers for people and, and just the impactful things that they've done on their own mission. Yeah. And we're going to start right here in Baltimore um, and uh, get to know uh, people in, in our community and share that with you. So even if you're listening to this in Alaska or Maine or New Jersey, right? Like uh, uh, we're hoping that maybe you can see those commonalities or those transferable principles uh, to bring into your own life. And so uh, Matt, like I'm excited about our, our next couple of guests that we have lined up. I, I know we're going to be talking to someone who has experience in the prison ministry as well as running restaurants and, and just his story there. Uh, we've got, you know, entrepreneurs, um, someone who is so excited, you know, so excited about helping people discover their personalities and their gifts. Um, and, and again, a lot of the people we're going to have on the show not only have really cool stories, but also uh, know how to connect with people. And we're going to be picking yeah. their brain and pulling that apart. Um, and, and the way that uh, we would love for you, our listeners, to be a part of this as well is, is to, uh, you know, uh, feel free to reach out to us. If, if you know of people that we, even if they don't live in Baltimore right now, but people that we should connect with because they are good connectors, because they've got great stories or anything like that, you can go to our website, betweenthemiles.com and reach out to us right there and uh, share with us uh, uh, their story um, as well. And of course, um, we want to get to know your story. And the best way to do that is by subscribing to this podcast. And, and you can do that again by going to betweenthemiles.com. But uh, Matt, um, do you think we, we should tell them a little bit about our, like kind of the one person that helped us inspire this uh, podcast a little bit, um, a person that, you know, walks a lot of miles that uh, we connect with. Um, and I can totally tell that I'm throwing Matt for a loop, uh, you know, with who this person is, but uh, you know, the queen. Oh, Queen Esther. Yeah, Queen Esther, Queen Esther. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So um, I think it, it definitely clicked when we, we realized that we've got just the uh, most incredible um, letter carrier, right? Postal employee uh, in our neighborhood, uh, Queen Esther. And, and Chris, I mean, how long did it take us to even know like what her name was? Like, I think for me, it took until she sent us a Christmas card this year. Um, but, you know, my parents, right? They came up through the postal service. I've always had a soft spot in my heart but I'll tell you, you know, it's, it's not every day that you get that opportunity to connect with someone like that in your life. And, uh, and, and she is 
right? She is the glue for that. Um, you know, funny enough, after I got her Christmas card, we, we you know, we sent her one back. Um, we, we've had some conversations over, I'd say the last couple of months as obviously I've been working from home and going on runs and things like that. But one thing really stood out to me about Queen Esther recently. And um, I was, I work in, uh, in the lower level of our house and I could see out to the road exactly like literally straight shot to our mailbox. And one day she was out there for a while and I'm like sitting there, I'm like, like, did I leave the mail in there? Is she having trouble like stuffing the mail into, into the, uh, into the mailbox? What's going on? Like, hope she's okay. Cause I, I live on a pretty busy street corner. It's not a place that you like kind of park and rest. Right. And I come to find out. So later that day, I, I go out for my, my run and I come to find out that, um, you know, the previous, uh, I, you know, the previous letter carrier had actually broke the flag off of our mailbox. And till this day, we, we you know, we, we just hadn't repaired it. And uh, Queen Esther repaired it. She took time out of her day to slow down, you know, know that there's no way she's going to know if we're, we're trying to mail things out to her. Um, you know, she puts this flag up and, and I just thought like, man, it's that simple gesture, right? Like what makes her who she is? And so I think you feel, uh, you know, I think you feel the same way, but that was just, you know, a snapshot of like, man, this is an incredible person that I know very little about. Yeah. And, and the reason to, to bring her up is not just because we want uh, eventually to get her on this show and, and to get to know her story, but it just shows again, the power of connecting and the power of getting to know, because um, Esther, who, who we're talking about, um, she's not only had an impact on Matt's life and, and my life, but on our neighborhood Facebook page, everyone is is raving about her, and and she's uh, she's been around even before um, the pandemic came about and everything. But during that season, I think she really um, just had a profound impact, and people with people working from home got to know her a little bit more and, and everything. And I mean, she goes the extra mile to make sure that people are comfortable and that, um, and has totally changed at least my perception of, not that I ever had a really negative perception of postal workers or, you know, letter carriers or anything I like hope that. not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I can go back to when I was a kid knowing Mike, uh, our postal work, uh, our letter carrier and everything like that. And, and so, um, but just, just again, um, recognizing people in, in your area, in your neighborhood. So Matt, I, I think it'd be kind of cool just to throw out a little challenge to our listeners, right? And so mm -hmm. this week um, uh, or next, between now and the next episode that you listen to, we want to encourage you to think about someone in your neighborhood that you want to get to know, right? Um, and it could be a neighbor. It could be someone who lives down the street. It could be that little annoying kid on their bicycle screaming all the time, you know, or whatnot, <laughs> but who is someone on your block, in your neighborhood, in your building, in your community that you've really wanted to get to know and start just, uh, just start thinking about why um, that pertinent person is important. And, um, and yeah, just, just identify who that person is. And, and maybe again, through these next couple of episodes, uh, we'll be able to provide you tips and opportunities to really connect with that person to, continue to build stronger communities. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and I think it would be really cool for our listeners, right? Cause I know that we've talked about our website um, and obviously we've got the podcast and, and it's, uh, you know, I, 
I, I don't know how this works yet, but I'm sure it'll be on, uh, you know, other, other platforms that people can listen to. Um, but we're also going to have a Facebook page, right? And I think that we've seen that, you know, Facebook feeds can kind of be uh, pretty tough to go through during times like this. But Facebook groups really bring that uh, brings that sense of community together. And uh, we're also going to be sharing tips and pictures and, and all those types of things on Instagram. So when you go to our page, we'll have links to our, um, our Facebook group. We'll have links to our Instagram page. Um, so please follow us there. Um, because, you know, in between the episodes and between the miles that, you know, we've got on an every day, every week basis, um, I, you know, I think it's our hope to, to build stronger communities that way as well. Definitely, definitely. And, and as we wrap up here, again, feel free to visit betweenthemiles.com. That's our website. That's where you can learn more about the Facebook group, the Instagram page, just how to follow us, get to know us so that we can get to know you. We want this to be as interactive as possible. So, you know, again, reach out to us and, um, and we want to get to know you. We want to get to know your story because, again, with this mission of connecting a million people um, and, and, and even more, we're not going to stop at a million people, but connecting with a million people. <laughs> a million felt like we, big, right? A million, yeah, a million felt, felt yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a million felt big. Um, but we want, we want to really connect with people and continue to hear stories, listen, uh, you know, overcome some of these tensions, some of these disagreements, because, uh, we, we just need to heal as a world. And, um, and so we thank you so much for listening and we would love that if you went to iTunes or Spotify or anywhere where podcasts are heard to leave us a, a review, especially a five-star review. We'd love it if you'd share uh, not just our podcast, but our website with your friends, your families, maybe even with your neighbors or the people that you want to connect with and definitely subscribe because when you subscribe, we'll not only give you, um, you know, uh, updates and information about our websites, but we'll share with you um, some really cool resources uh, such as, um, you know, we're, we'll be sending out books uh, that we feel like can help you learn how to connect with people different from you. Matt, I'm looking forward to this journey. I'm looking forward to another mile with you, man. Um, anything that you have to say to our listeners? Thanks a bunch for uh, taking this journey with us, uh, helping us better connect with people. And, um, and we hope that, you know, truly it has an impact in your lives as well. And you are listening to Between the Miles, slowing down to better connect with the people and the stories around us. I'm Chris, and this is Matt, and we'll see you next time. Bye.